Hello, mothlings, ghouls, and creatures of the night. You must have been attracted to our light. You are listening to the Midnight Moth Podcast, and I am your host, Wednesday, from the band Pumpkin Guts. And this is my co-ghost, Lady Rainicorn. Hi. So, today we are talking about something that is a little less, you know, dark than what we would normally talk about, but it is still something that is paranormal it's folklore related it's mythology related so you know by definition really anything that's unusual not the typical thing that you would find in this realm is paranormal so this does count (laughs) but it is a little bit more on the lighter side in my opinion than what we would normally talk about okay so today if you haven't figured it out yet we're going to be covering unicorns and I'm sure that Everybody listening to us knows exactly what a unicorn is, but just in case that you don't, we'll explain it for you. So basically a unicorn is just a magical white horse with one horn. It's a mythical creature, but typically they're uh, magical, like their horns are supposed to be magical specifically. Like their horns are supposed to be able to cure illnesses and purify water and all kinds of stuff like that. But what you guys probably didn't know is they've actually been around for forever, for a really, really long time. Like, they've been depicted uh, as early as 400 B.C. Yeah, and, you know, in my opinion, I would probably list the unicorn as the earliest cryptid. Just because, like, reading the early accounts, even, of unicorns, it sounds like, a cryptid like when you're explaining a cryptid to somebody today because they talk about how like elusive they are that like you people have seen them but like it's really hard to capture them and like they they want to evade humans as much as possible and stuff like that so I think by definition a unicorn is a cryptid yeah it's just one of the softer ones like it's i couldn't find anything now you guys might know of something gruesome that you could let us know about about unicorns but from what i could tell they're just like super pure creatures and like they don't mean any harm to anybody um and everything that they can do is just for good yeah so like i found them all over I mean I guess we both really found them kind of all over the place like I've got some stuff here from Chinese folklore from um, the Mesopotamia area from Greece I have some stuff that comes from like Christian uh, like you know from like the Bible and stuff like that so kind of all over the place yeah they uh, they've been depicted all over the world uh, most of them they all look different but the common thing between all of them is they all cure illnesses and almost all of them have at least one horn. Most of them just have one horn. Some of them have two, but they're all magical and they can all cure illnesses and diseases and things like that. Right. And I also want to uh, say on top of that, we we missed National Unicorn Day. We could have... <laughs> We could have celebrated that. It was April 9th, so we did oh miss that. Oh, my God. We were so <laughs> close. Listen, it's still in the same month. It still counts. It's the Unicorn Month. <laughs> Welcome to Unicorn Month, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it in the calendar. That way we don't forget next year. 
<laughs> we'll be doing another one. We'll have some new stuff by then. <laughs> <laughs> so from like the things that I've uh that I read, I think like our depictions of unicorns now are a lot different from where where they started at. And there's even like some speculation that unicorns were mentioned in the Bible, but that's like a mistranslation. Um, And you sometimes will find like Christian related, like artwork and stuff like that, that, that shows like unicorns. I've even seen like pictures of like Noah's Ark with unicorns on the Ark. But yeah, <laughs> that's interesting, right? <laughs> In reality, though, it was a mistranslation. The word was actually R A A M, um, and that was just it was translated into a word that means unicorn, but it really just means like ox. <laughs> I think Noah must have forgot the unicorns, and that's what actually happened to them. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I guess, like, you know, maybe they were o- oxes with uh, horns. Do oxes have horns normally? I don't think so. Let me look it but, up. But I mean, it's possible. Like, you know, as far as that goes, like, any oh, kind of animal could have had a horn back back in the day. Oh, do they? Well, they ha- don't yeah. listen to me. <laughs> Uh, you are right, though. Any animal could have had a horn back hundreds of years ago and not have them now because maybe they don't need them now. But when you have an animal with the ability to grow horns, there is always the possibility that they can have a mutation that makes them grow only one horn. So it is possible that the biblical uh, unicorns were actually ox with one horn yeah that's very possible because uh we'll talk about it a little later on but there are actual like documented animals like even today that like they'll have like mutations and they'll be born with just a single horn so i mean it could have just been something like that and that could have been what started the whole thing to begin with yeah so in the earliest account i want we'll talk about like kind of our like what i guess like what we think of when we think of unicorns like the whole like the the horse thing and the magical thing and all that and then we'll talk about like the Chinese folklore that includes unicorns and stuff because it's a little different from the uh from from, like the European version of a unicorn so like we have real early accounts uh from Greece in the fourth century of unicorns and this was actually in like natural history writings and they were described as like donkey type animals with one horn and their uh, fur was usually white red and black which sounds pretty to me (laughs) I think that could still be pretty now personally like when I think about a unicorn what I think about is like a solid white horse like just this big giant beautiful horse with a giant horn maybe like also white or like iridescent almost yeah like opal (laughs) (laughs) like that's what i always think of when i think about a unicorn but none of the um historical depictions are like that whatsoever so some of the earliest accounts of uh unicorns they appeared in really early mesopotamian artworks and were referred to 
in um, ancient myths in India and China. But as far as like actual documented writings go, back in 400 BC, uh, the Greek historian Theseus, I hope that I'm saying that right, but um, that was the first like documented unicorn type animal was like in his writings. And he was, uh, whenever he was doing these writings, he was in a region of India. So he mentioned in his writings that uh, their bodies are white, their heads are dark red, and their eyes are dark blue. They have a horn on their forehead, which is about a foot and a half in length, which is enormous. And he also said that the dust filed from this horn is administered as a potion uh, to protect against deadly drugs. Interesting. So that, I'm going to guess, is where we get the, uh, like, that they can cure diseases and cure illnesses and things like that. Right. But they're, like, they're documented all over the place. And what they all have in common is that they all have, I'm not going to say one horn, like, some of them have two horns, but they all have, like, a magical horn. (laughs) And they all cure illnesses. So they're also... uh, like you were saying in uh, China, mm-hmm. they have uh, what's called the Chi Lin, which is their version of a unicorn. And it's explained as having the body of a deer, <laughs> the head of a lion, which is better, <laughs> green scales, and one large horn. So this sounds more like a, uh, it said, I was reading this on mythology.net, and it said that it is more closely related to a uh, chimera, mm-hmm. which sounds, you know, closer to what this is or some kind of dragon kind of is what it sounds like to me uh but apparently the ones in asia don't even like walk on grass because they're such um they're such gentle they're such like gentle creatures they don't even want to hurt the grass so they don't even walk on grass they only walk on clouds and on water that's cool and the thing with uh the chi lin is they can cure illnesses also Mm -hmm. and apparently they can look at a person and tell just by looking at them if they're good or evil they also deliver babies oh (laughs) (laughs) so they are also doctors (laughs) i meant more like a stork but okay (laughs) oh that is not where my brain went i was automatically like (laughs) i want to chew in to deliver my baby (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> picturing it with like the the like uh, hospital yeah and, like, like in a hospital setting <laughs> <laughs> he's like okay now push he's in his scrubs it gives you an epidural uh, epidural with its horn <laughs> oh my god <laughs> That sounds horrific, actually. <laughs> the stork thing is much cuter. It's much yeah. lighter. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> no, yeah, like, they're, they're supposed to bring babies to people. Like, a stork is, like, part of the, the Chinese folklore with them. <laughs> that's very cute, and that's much better than where my brain went. <laughs> So there's also a depiction of one in Africa, uh, 
and it's called an, uh, and I'm going to butcher this. I hope that <laughs> nobody gets offended. Um, an abobda. Okay. But according to this, it's supposed to be about the size of a donkey. It's supposed to have the tail of a boar, two horns. And again, it's also known to cure illnesses and uh, be able to, uh, the horn is an antidote for poison. So that does sound a little bit like close to the the fourth uh, century account from that from that Greece natural history writing because it said yeah. that's the one that said it was like a donkey. So yeah, that one's uh, that one's pretty close. And then there's also one in uh, Chile in South America. And again, I'm going to butcher this, but I'm going to say it the best that I can. I think it's a camajuedo. Okay. And the depiction of it is it's supposed to look similar to a calf or a bull, and it's supposed to have a single long horn that, again, cures illnesses. So, I mean, they all are pretty similar in what they do and the fact that they have magical horns that help people. But uh, they all look extremely different. But as far as, like, just, like, the typical, like, pop culture depiction of a unicorn, that would be, like, like the European one, which is basically just a horse with a horn. (laughs) Um, So, like, in the, like, in the Chinese folklore, too, like, the Chilean was supposed to have came to announce the birth of Confucius that's part of the reason why it's like regarded as one of the um one of the most like special magical animals in that land and then um also during the Ming dynasty there were people that were supposed to have actually brought some to China but it's been uh figured out at this point though that they're uh, they were giraffes okay so now we have magical giraffes (laughs) well you know what though again giraffes have those little horns on their heads they do they got the little oh what if it's they just had a little like one single little nubby horn yeah In the first century, uh, Pliny the Elder described them as being fierce and impossible to capture alive, which again goes back to the whole cryptid thing, you know, puts that back right in line with that. And then um, in the sixth century, there's writings that explain that their powers come from their horns and that they so much did not want to be captured that they would plow through anything with their very strong magical horn to escape and that they could even jump straight off of cliffs and use their horn to catch them in the ground and it would keep them from like being injured. Wow. That in in my brain seems real funny though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, a unicorn catapulting itself <laughs> off of a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> and landing in the ground, like, straight up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> like, diving. Right. <laughs> and then, like, the in the second century Greek Christian text, I cannot pronounce this. It's like Physilogacus or something. <laughs> uh, that also says that the horn could purify water. And people believe that for such a long time that 
they would sell like cups and stuff like that that were supposed to be made out of unicorn horns that way people would know for sure they could drink out of that cup and not be poisoned by anything oh wow yeah like that's uh yeah that's on my list of uh magical powers that (laughs) unicorns are supposed to have (laughs) (laughs) Um, they uh it says that that's why um mostly like unicorns are supposed to if you were to see one it's usually by a body of water Mm -hmm. because that's one of their things is they could purify water that's very interesting if that was true you know that's kind of like a random gift i feel like yeah (laughs) well also they um they sold unicorn horn elixirs too a long time ago that people would would like it was like a uh like a dust like you were saying earlier that people would mix up and put in like water or food or whatever and they were listed as being able to um and this was like in 17th century london that this was going on it was supposed to be able to cure diseases and ulcers and scurvy and even like fainting spells (laughs) wow yeah well, apparently it's supposed to be like totally okay to ingest uh, unicorn horn dust, but also apparently um, their blood is like magical too. But the thing about that, like you can drink unicorn blood and it'll like cure your illnesses and like keep you, like you could be on like the brink of death mm-hmm. and drink unicorn blood and it'll bring you back to life, but you're cursed. Because you had to kill something that was, like, completely pure to live. So, you can drink it and it'll cure you, but um, apparently it cuts your lifespan in half and just makes your life completely miserable for what you've got left. So, don't recommend that. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, they're supposed to cure diseases. They're supposed to be able to clean water. They're also supposed to have super speed and super strength. (laughs) Uh, supposed to be able to neutralize poison, shapeshift. They're supposedly immortal. Interesting. In the sense that if they're left alone, they won't die, but like something can kill them. Okay. Like they don't have a natural lifespan kind of deal. Like, which now the, the one, the Chinese one, the, the Chilean, they do have an estimated lifespan of like 2,000 years. So. I guess it would be like the the horse ones that can live forever. Yeah, this is just like the basic like European one. Yeah. And I say basic just because it's just like the most well-known yeah. variation. In the 15th century, they started adding uh, hooves and like goat beards to unicorns and paintings and stuff like that. And uh, I, I, <laughs> I would they give them a beard. I don't know, but like I have, um, well, it's kind of like broken now, but I have this unicorn statue and it's got the little beard and the little like fuzzy goat hooves. Oh my gosh. That's so cute. (laughs) Fun fact, when my mom was a teenager, she collected unicorns and uh, in her child bedroom, her her child bedroom, her childhood bedroom. <laughs> it was completely full of unicorns, and there were unicorn posters everywhere. And she had unicorn stickers all over her door. <laughs> oh my god! She had a unicorn blanket. Like I think she still has that blanket from when she was a kid. It's got a big unicorn on it. Like she was all about it. That's awesome. 
I don't uh, remember any of them having a goat beard, but I will have to investigate that now. <laughs> <laughs> we we believed as as humans believed in unicorns for a long time, a very long time until around the 18th century when uh, more like world traveling and stuff like that began to happen and we kind of started making realizations about some of the stories of unicorns and stuff like that and what they may have actually been. Um but I mean, you know, I still think that like I do think that it's very possible that there could have been a, a horse out there with a, a horn. Why I mean, why not, you know? Now, um there is a animal that they call a unicorn that like actually existed but it was more like a um rhino than like a horse but it's uh it's referred to as the siberian unicorn and the actual like scientific name for it is like a mouthful and i don't even know if i want to try to pronounce it but if you guys are interested in that, you can just like Google Siberian <laughs> unicorn and it'll come up. But the thing about them is uh, they were thought to have went extinct around 350,000 years ago. But back in 2010, um, a man named Andrea Shapansky, uh, Pomps State University in Kazakh- Kazakhstan. Okay. Is that how you pronounce that? It sounds right. He uh, went with his team and found a very well-preserved skull from one of these creatures. They estimated it to just be around 29,000 years old. So they actually weren't, they didn't go extinct all that long ago. I mean, that's still a long time, but it's not 350,000 years long. This animal did have one giant horn like a unicorn, but... It was really big and it was really furry. So it was like a big, giant, one-horned rhino. That sounds really cute, though. I bet it was cute. Like Now, the um, paintings and stuff that I found of it weren't, but I think in real life it was probably very cute. Yeah. It like sounds like a mix between like a rhino and a woolly mammoth with a big, giant horn. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I love that. But like, so that that's a real life thing. That is something that was here. <laughs> right. uh, we have uh, we have one other real life unicorn too that we haven't mentioned yet. And- yeah. So uh, <laughs> back in 2019, so this is pretty um, recent. There was a man named Michael Foster, and he's a stock agent from Southern Australia, and uh, he found a sheep that had a single giant horn and uh, its name was joey so you guys <laughs> can find pictures of him but he's a little unicorn goat he might be magic well we'll post some pictures of him he too. looks magical he's very cute um there are also the unicorns of the sea the narwhal <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, those are real. Those are real. I didn't know they were real until I was like way older than I should have been when I found out they were real. But uh, I, thought they I don't were think they're magical. I actually think they're pretty vicious. <laughs> they're uh, they're really cool though. Like they're a type of whale, um, and their tusk is actually a tooth um, that grows out of like that grows straight out of their mouth, um, and it's I believe it's 
primarily the males that grow the tooth. I don't think it's all of them, but I could be wrong. Does it um, just like pierce straight up through their head? No, it cut like, the way. It, so the way it looks when you're looking at it, like you know how um, a lot of sea creatures are kind of disorienting to look at because the way their bodies are made. But it actually comes out the front of their face, like it comes out of their mouth. Oh, it, thank God! Yeah. <laughs> that, that is not where I, <laughs> that's not where my mind went. Um, but along with that, back you know, like centuries ago and stuff, when people um were buying all these unicorn elixirs and things made out of unicorn horns in reality most of those were actually made out of narwhal tusks like uh fishermen would kill narwhals and they would sell stuff made out of their tusks and say it was unicorn um like unicorn horns they would even just sell the actual tusk to people and say it was a unicorn horn so um, oh i hate that i know it's sad but yeah, narwhals are pretty cool, though. I like them. <laughs> and that is a, a unicorn that does exist. So that's neat. <laughs> also, though, we do have a uh, sighting that's also pretty recent. Now, I don't know if it's been debunked yet. I couldn't find anything about, about it being like said to be fake or anything like that. But it was actually on the Travel Channel. It was mm-hmm. on a show called Paranormal Caught on Camera. There was a man named James Button, and he got a clip of what looks to be a real life, just standard unicorn in Wales. Yeah. So, like, you can go on YouTube and find that, and uh, we'll probably post some about that also. But it looks legitimate to me. Um, it's just a solid white horse with a horn. Yeah, it's so cool, too. Like, it's just standing there on the back, like, on the hillside behind the guy's house. Yeah, it's just they're chilling. I don't know. Like it, now, it could have been proven to be fake by now. I'm not sure, but I couldn't find anything on it being fake. And mm-hmm. the fact that it was on the Travel Channel kind of makes me think that maybe, you know, it hasn't been proven to be fake yet, but that's pretty cool. Um, I do want to say this quote from the show just because I thought it was so funny. So in the show, James Button says, at first i wasn't quite sure if it was a unicorn it took a few seconds to register what it was well it was white and horned if it were a brown horse you wouldn't care (laughs) it was pure white it looked exactly how you would expect a unicorn to look (laughs) so thank god it wasn't brown or we wouldn't care (laughs) it was brown you wouldn't care (laughs) that is uh like not true but okay (laughs) i mean i'm gonna care if any if i see any horse with a horn growing out of its head i'm gonna care (laughs) if it's any color (laughs) so like given all of this information and stuff like that i think some of these accounts from you know centuries ago sound like maybe they could have been talking about rhinos or something like that like um especially when you're thinking about the animals that were living next to the water and stuff i really feel like maybe those were rhinos and they just didn't know what they were at the time yeah because that kind of stuff is easy to happen you know like um i mean like people in other parts of the world thought that like panda bears were mythological creatures for a really long time until travel started happening more and like people actually been able to 
talk from you know one country to another and stuff like that so um I just wonder if some of those things could have been you know rhinos or cows with uh birth defects that only grew one horn or goats with birth defects or whatever well I mean to be fair um like the depict especially the African depiction right Mm -hmm. so um that one was supposed to be the size of a donkey with the tail of a boar that sounds like a rhino yeah so like what's your favorite what's your favorite one because i like i really like the uh the chilean a lot i think that that's definitely my favorite i think that that sounds so cute and i love that it delivers babies like a stork (laughs) not like a doctor (laughs) (laughs) just to clarify I love that it delivers babies like a stork, but not like a dog. (laughs) (laughs) That's the quote for this episode. (laughs) Um. I wonder if there's any, like, movies or TV shows or anything like that that talks about the Chilin. Because, like, I've got, like, tons of things in mind for like just the typical like european style unicorn but i wonder if anybody's really like dove into that you know what i mean yeah it, well if they haven't they're they should because they, they definitely, definitely should but now i can't get it out of my head that he might be a doctor so i'm just <laughs> like <laughs> he's going to people's houses and delivering their babies <laughs> or like like you're <laughs> You have a hospital setting that's just normal, but you have a Kaylin that works at the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) They always call him in to come deliver the babies because he's so good at it. Like he's the only delivery doctor. Yeah. He's like a, and and like, you know, he's magical. So it's like, uh, it's, they're all successful. Nothing bad happens to anybody because of him. (laughs) He just comes in in his lab coat and his glasses. (laughs) <laughs> flies in on a cloud <laughs> <laughs> he just magically appears in a poof of sparkles that's our show we're gonna make that <laughs> <laughs> I love that <laughs> it's trademarked no one take it <laughs> um, like with media and stuff what's some of the those examples and like what are ones that you like so like one of the earliest things in pop culture uh depicting unicorns was actually in um the sequel to alice in wonderland like the novel by lewis carroll uh through the looking glass uh there's unicorns in the nursery rhyme in it and that was written in 1871 well that's cool And then there's also uh, unicorns in Fantasia. I'm sure most of you have seen Fantasia. Also, did you know that Fantasia came out in 1940? What? Like that, yeah, like the cartoon with like Mickey Mouse as a wizard and all that. Yeah. Like that came out in 1940. That blew my mind when I read that. I was like, are you serious? Like that, I don't know, that, that seems like it's just like made really well for that time period. I agree with you. That is crazy. I had no idea. And then there's also the very, it's very sad, traumatic movie, but uh, The Last Unicorn, it came out in 1982. The movie did. There was actually a novel that it was uh, made after that came out in 1968. I didn't know that either. I have never seen The Last Unicorn. 
Don't and then of course, <laughs> <laughs> if any of you are um, '90s babies like we are, I'm sure you know all about Lisa Frank. That's um, automatically where my brain goes every time that I hear the word unicorn. Yeah, or if I feel like a dolphin or a leopard or anything, it's Lisa Frank. <laughs> That's her entire brand. Don't forget the little aliens too. Yeah, and the little alien guys. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, My Little Pony. There's three unicorns in My Little Pony named Moon Dancer, Majesty, and Glory. <laughs> and then, if there's uh, any Pokemon fans out there, of course, you know Rapidash is a unicorn. Yeah. Rapidash is a flaming unicorn. There. And also, um, if you're really deep. <laughs> The Galarian version of Rapidash is a literal unicorn. Like, it's white, and it has, like, rainbow hair and a, like, iridescent horn. Like, if any of you guys have ever played Pokemon Go, that was my uh, companion Pokemon forever was my Galarian Rapidash. (laughs) Let us also not forget um, Princess Unicorn from The Office. (laughs) Princess Unicorn. Sure. can pierce the sky. <laughs> <laughs> and how much money Dwight made that night? <laughs> Off of her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, and and robot, robot, <laughs> Ro- <laughs> robot unicorn attack. <laughs> Did any of you guys play that game? Because. Uh, when Wednesday mentioned it, like it <laughs> triggered something in my mind, and I remember just playing that constantly. It was so much fun. It was that. Um, it was on Adult Swim. Yeah. I guess AdultSwim.com. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> but it was one of those little Adult Swim games that was uh, from Robot Chicken. Yeah, and then later you could download it as an app on your phone, but I don't know. <laughs> It might still exist, but I had it on my phone back in like 2014. I think I used to play it quite a bit. <laughs> um, not gonna lie, after we get done recording, I'm definitely gonna go on to Google Play and see if I can find it. <laughs> I used to play that all the time. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And then, like for some reason, you know, one reason or another, why why ever things get popular, they just do, but. There has been quite a unicorn boom over the last few years, and you have all of these products and things of, like, unicorn, you know, like, you have, like, the unicorn uh, drinks at Starbucks, and you have the unicorn ice cream, and the gummies, and all that stuff, and it's usually just this really, like, hyper pastel colored stuff that is extremely sweet and fruity. Yeah, and there's tons of unicorn-themed makeup out right now. There's, um, gosh, I wish I could remember what the name of that toy is, but there's, like, this baby unicorn that poops. Yeah. It, like, poops rainbow poop. (laughs) And it's super popular still. Yeah. Like, unicorn poop in general is a thing, and it's very popular. Like poop in general, for some reason, is really, really a thing right now with kids. I don't know. Like, I, I guess I get it, but that's, uh, that's real gross. I don't know if I was a. I don't know if I would condone that very much if I was a parent. I don't know. Like, I don't remember being that into poop when I was a kid, but it's a, it's a pretty big thing right now. 
Um, uh, and then there's also uh, my namesake, uh, Lady Rainicorn. Who is quite literally a rainbow with unicorn head and feet. <laughs> so we can't forget her. I love her. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> and then all of her and Jake's babies. Right. Uh, that are unicorn dog mixes. Yeah. <laughs> unicorn rainbow dogs. Right. Now, like, I've always liked unicorns. Um, when I was growing up, my mom had a couple of little, like, unicorn knickknacks. I actually have them now. And they're, like, white, and their tails were cotton candy color. And then they had their, their little horn. And I don't know where she got them at or why she had them or anything, but I've I just kind of always... I guess that's like the the first version of a unicorn that I saw so that's kind of what I've always thought of them as looking like so I never considered that they would be real it's really cool to learn about like the history and stuff of where those they come from and uh oh and I do also this is ridiculous but I just want to mention it before we wrap this up uh because I feel like we would be letting people down if we didn't but Charlie the unicorn Yes, Charlie. Charlie, <laughs> it's a magical Leoplorodon, Charlie. <laughs> We're going to Candy Mountain. <laughs> He's going to Candy Mountain, Charlie. <laughs> that was uh, such a uh, big part of my teenage years. <laughs> Yeah, we we watch those like a lot. Like we watch the same ones over and over. I loved them. I could still watch them now. Uh, <laughs> they crack uh, some, me up. Sometimes for like no reason at all, the banana song pops in my head, and I'll just be like, "Put a banana in your ear," <laughs> <laughs> and I have no idea why it just happens. And I sincerely hope that all you guys know what Charlie the Unicorn is. If you, for some reason, don't, I'm kind of judging you, but also, <laughs> we might link the YouTube video on this, on this uh, podcast episode, yeah. just, uh, just for reference, because why not? Because it's all about unicorns. It's um, on theme. Yeah, and also, too, like, on the chance that, you know, you, you do know or you don't know either way, just remember that the bad in the world is hard to hear when in your ear a banana cheers. Lop <laughs> <laughs> advice with Wednesday. <laughs> this has been a really fun episode. I've liked this one a lot. All right, well, we thank you all for listening. I know this episode was a little unconventional, but hopefully maybe you found it as a nice little break from all the darkness and stuff, and we we kind of brought you a little bit of lightheartedness, and I think it's fitting with it being spring, and we just got through, um, if you celebrate Easter, we just got through the Easter holiday and everything, so I think doing something a little brighter made sense. And, um, a little sparkle in your day. <laughs> a little <laughs> shimmer. but we will uh we really appreciate you all um we thank you so much for listening if you would you know give us a rating a review whatever wherever you're listening to this at um we'll be back next week with a little bit more of like our typical kind of stuff uh, next week we're bringing you an extra episode because this month had five Fridays in it and uh, I don't 
think we fully settled on what we're covering, but I do know it's going to be a movie review because you all seem to like those a lot. And um, that's what we're going to we're going to do. We're going to bring you guys an extra movie review this month. Uh, I don't want to I, I kind of want to hype what we're covering next month, but I also don't want to give it away. So um, because I will go ahead and give this away next month, we have a Friday the 13th which means that we're going to do a Friday the 13th movie review. So, woohoo! <laughs> and that won't be directly related to the theme next month, but I didn't want to miss the opportunity to do that. So, <laughs> Unfortunately, there are no Friday the 13th movies directly <laughs> connected to the theme. You'll understand why when we reveal the theme. But, <laughs> we're really, but it still we're... has to be done. It has to be done. Yeah. And I, I hope you guys are not disappointed with the thing because I feel like we just hopped it up real big. So <laughs> <laughs> um, We think it's going to be cool, so you guys should think it's cool. <laughs> we think it's cool, so you should think it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this works. Duh. <laughs> We're influencers now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If um if you all heard anything in this episode that wasn't correct or um you know we mispronounced something if you know how to say it correctly anything like that please feel free to let us know um, if you have any stories related to unicorns that you'd like to share with us I don't even care if it's something just related to like maybe um you know maybe you had a unicorn stuffed animal when you were a kid i don't know <laughs> maybe you had a unicorn <laughs> maybe you had a unicorn maybe you're and you one. are a unicorn <laughs> if you're a unicorn and you're listening to this right now <laughs> you can let us know and we won't out you i promise <laughs> you guys can message us about that <laughs> So, uh, you guys can get a hold of us through our email. Our email is the Midnight Moth Podcast at gmail.com. I have my own personal Instagram account. You guys can follow me there or message me or whatever you guys want to do. Uh, it's TMM underscore Co Ghost. You can follow our main account at the Midnight <laughs> 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 at uh, is it the midnight moth underscore podcast is that it i think the it's midnight. i think it's the midnight underscore moth podcast <laughs> so it's the midnight moth podcast and you'll find us we don't know what our handle is <laughs> but i think it's the only one we're doing our best you can find me and then i will link you there <laughs> and um also, if you like our theme song, you want to check out some other stuff uh, by Pumpkin Guts. That is my band. We did the theme song for this show. We have an EP out. Um, you can find us streaming on almost all the, the music streaming services, you know, Spotify, Apple, all that stuff. Um, but that's Pumpkin Guts. Our EP is called Small Town Ghost Stories. So you can find that. Um, and then we also have an Instagram account too. That's Pumpkin Guts Music. So uh, if you want to check any of that out, greatly appreciate it. That'd be awesome of you. <laughs> Do you still have your merch store up? Um, the only thing that's up on our merch store right now is some CDs until we get more shirts in and stuff. But if somebody, you know, you want to buy a physical copy of a CD, feel free to do that. It's uh, pumpkinguts.bigcartel.com. Um, at some point, we will get some merch for this podcast. It's just a little slow going, but we'll get there. We're working on it. Yeah, we're we're trying. 
(laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping that we got some big things coming in the summer. That's what I'm really hoping for. So, um, but yeah, uh, we appreciate you all. We thank you so much for listening. And until next time, we'll keep the lantern burning for you.